everybody, my name is Gianna Robustiano and I'm Christina Boschman and we are Manifesting Miracles Together. Our topic today is from the book The Four Agreements by Don Ruiz Miguel. Mm-hmm. And I got that in the right order, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> sometimes I have to check myself on that. Yeah. Don Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz. Yeah. Can I say it the other way? Or we'll start over. <laughs> no, we'll leave it in. Okay. All right. No, it's fine. All this right. is great. No, because I, I do the same thing. Cause, but it is it it's in one of those orders. Right. We'll put a link in the description because we did talk about the four agreements a couple of episodes ago. If you want to get the detail on each agreement yeah because it is such an excellent book and like i said i've used it as a guidebook since it came out in the late 90s but today we wanted to focus on not taking anything personally i think we decided on this topic because so much of the divisiveness in our culture right now is because people are taking things personally because when you're taking offense to something It's not because you've stepped back and you've said it's that person's opinion. It's because you're taking it on and you're taking it personally. Yeah. And and you're getting yourself upset about everything. And it's not even your situation to to take on in the first place. Right. It's like causing a lot of drama in your life and other people's lives Mm -hmm. because you or someone else have taken something personally. Yeah. And this, I remember back when I read the book and I saw this, I was like, oh my gosh, I take everything personally. I was just a very angry seed. (laughs) I don't know why I said seed, but I was just an angry, (laughs) angry little seed. I was an angry little (laughs) seed (laughs) because I was taking everything personally. Like even if someone like looked at me like, Oh my God, like just quick to assume and quick to take their, their look personally. And they probably, maybe they saw like a bug on me and they got scared. I don't well, know. <laughs> I think that a lot of people do that though. Yeah. It all comes down to the comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're, they're looking at you or they're saying something to you and they may even be, be being offensive. You know, that's none of their business to say something to you. Yeah. But then you have a choice of whether or not you can take it personally. Like somebody could say, hey, shorty. (laughs) And you you could get all offended by they're calling me short. Well, you are. You're barely over five foot. (laughs) Right. Or you could say, yeah, I I love being short. Like I love being short. Yeah, you can take it two ways. Actually, it's funny you said that because... When I was younger in, <laughs> this just popped into my head, when I was in elementary school, this boy that I liked, I, he ended up being my high school boyfriend. But I remember at the time, he kept calling me short and making fun of my height. Mm-hmm. And I would get so angry and upset <laughs> to the point where this is like so ridiculous. But I remember being on the playground and I was like, we need to figure out how to make myself tall. Like, I want to be tall. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be short. And I was just taking a personal me being young and, and yeah. And all angry. All angry <laughs> this short little girl on the playground stomping her feet. 
And I had two of my friends try to stretch me out. Do not try this at home if you're listening. (laughs) But I I forgot about this. And I was like, someone's got to grab my legs and then grab my arms and and pull me. me. (laughs) I forgot about this experience until you said that. That's a riot. But I remember, and it sounds so ridiculous, but just imagine like these little girls just trying to... Help a help a sister out and just try to Stretch pull her, her out, and it didn't work. <laughs> I'm still the same height that I was back then. Well, the funny thing is, when I was a kid, I was super tall for my age. Like I'm five foot one, but I was five foot one in fourth grade, mm. so I was super tall, and everybody called me that big girl. Oh my god! And my parents wanted to take me to get hormone shots. So that I wouldn't grow. They thought I was going to be super tall. Both of my dad's sisters were six feet tall. Oh, my God. Well, so what if you were going to be tall? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I was like, why not? You know? But at that time, I guess, it wasn't cool to be so tall. Mm-hmm. So I went from being the monster kid. I saw myself as this very tall person my whole life until only maybe 10 years ago when I stopped wearing big heels all the time. Oh, that's so. Everybody, people today will say, You're not five foot one. You've got to be at least five, 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 six. And then I'll take my shoes off and walk up next to them. Oh, really? <laughs> that is so interesting, yeah. though. That's like with, when I, I think I told you this with Cordell, my boyfriend, and I'm like, I thought we were the same height. And then he's like, Don't tell that to anybody. <laughs> he's like six foot. I'm five foot. <laughs> but I guess it's all perspective and, right. and how how we see ourselves and and we'll get into that but the basis of is is don't take things personally like you could have I could have um said yeah I'm short and I love being short but I took it so personal to the point where I had my friends you were trying to change yourself yeah it's like I had this very very pretty friend in college and I thought her defining feature was her nose and everybody was always talking about her nose because she had like a kind of was sort of like a hook nose, very Mediterranean looking. Mm-hmm. And she would take offense all the time when people would say anything about her nose. And I'd say, why do you care? Your nose is what makes you beautiful. Mm-hmm. But she went and ended up having it fixed. Oh, she did. Yeah. And that it just it's so interesting, but it was probably from all all of the yeah. talk around her. Taking all of that in mm-hmm. where I saw, and I still love those kind of noses on anybody. I think it's just kind of, it's very attractive to me. Mm-hmm. So it's different for everybody. But I was telling you about that email that I got from my friend. Remember? I yeah. mentioned that to you. Mm-hmm. It was one of those emails that I read it and I thought, why did she say all this? It was very kind of probably condescending, telling me basically all the things that were wrong with me. And when I first started reading it, I was hurt. Like by the time it was about eight paragraphs long, when I got through the, the halfway through the second paragraph, I said, I can't read this. It's really hurting my feelings. So I gave it to Rick, my husband, and I asked him to read it. And I was on the way to an appointment and 
I said, when I get back, let's talk about this. And he said, okay. So when I came home, I said, so you read the email? And he goes, um, yeah. And I said, what did you think? And he goes, well, I think those are only things that a really good friend would say to you. And I said, okay, so you think those points are all valid? And he said, no. Then why would a really good friend say that? Mm-hmm. There's valid. There were a couple things in there that were valid and they were things that I was working on. But bottom line was, I didn't take it personally. I just try, I was trying to understand where she was coming from. And for me, it was very reflective of who she was kind of running toward becoming. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is so great that you were able to see where she was coming from instead Mm -hmm. of like taking on all the things that she had said and saying, well, oh, am I these things? And, and, and sticking with that. Cause I mean, if somebody else might've looked at it, they could have taken that email and just took it personal and they still didn't get over it. And maybe for the rest of their life, they didn't get over those certain words that were said. Right. Because it was very cutting and she felt she was being kind because this is what she told me afterwards that I was just trying to be kind to help you be a better person. Wow. So, and when she said that, then I was sort of like, okay, well, she's really not my friend. And this is ridiculous. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. There were a couple things in there were valid, and she knew I was working on those things. But that, but yeah. Yeah, and the main point is, that I could have taken it personally, yes. like you said. I could have just said, been, been completely angry and completely pissed off and shot back something really mean to her and be dragging around in a sad state for the next two or three days. Mm-hmm. But to look at it and say, I'm not going to take this personally. We haven't had, she doesn't even know me well enough to know those things about me, to make those kind of judgments, because that's what it is. Mm. It's judgments. When we're looking at other people and we're saying, oh, look what she's doing or look how he's being, that's a judgment. It is, and you don't really know a person. Mm -hmm. Really, you don't. And this is something we've talked about in other podcasts Mm -hmm. and in the Four Agreements, too, is that everyone's living in their own experiences. They're living in their own, their own worlds. They're, they have different experiences than we do. They see the world differently than we do. So no one, it's, it's no one's place to really judge you and, and act like they know who you are, because at the end of the day, you're the only person who knows yourself better than anybody else. Exactly. So when you find yourself in that situation, then you have to ask yourself, why does this feel like a personal attack? Because mm-hmm. there's, there's no such thing as a personal attack unless you're taking it that way. Somebody could say all kinds of rotten things to you, and you, if you were in that place of they're attacking me, then yes, it's a personal attack. But if you're in that place of saying, 
I'm not going to buy into this. That's a powerful place to be yeah. is, is to say, no, I'm not going to take that on because you have two choices. You can take it on. You can just be offended for however long and maybe it's the rest of your life and you take on those words or you can be like, nope, they're going through something. It's their past experiences that are making them say this stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take it on. I know who I am. And then go on with your day. And maybe some things are harder to get over because they are just, I don't know the word, like really mean things that maybe someone says. But at least if you have that awareness that it's their stuff and not yours and it's not who you are, Mm -hmm. then it's an empowering place to be in and you're not you're not like in this victim mode. Right. Because that is the thing. That's an excellent point to what you just said. Because when you are, quote unquote, attacking, being attacked, Mm -hmm. right? You you have just made yourself a victim. You have made the choice to be a victim in that situation. Or you can say, that has everything to do with you and that whole lot to do with me. Even if you know in your heart that some of it's a little valid. Yeah. Like I said with her, Mm -hmm. it was valid. I know I'm working on some of that, right? But to just be in that place of I'm not going to be a victim, not going to let myself go into that space, then it's much easier to just step away from it because there's, I think, being, allowing ourselves to be a victim in any situation, taking on the title of victim in any situation, which we do a lot yeah. in life. Definitely. You we know? definitely do. Every time you take something personally, mm-hmm. you're making yourself a victim. Yep. And we're putting quotes around that. Yeah, a it's quote like unquote air victim. quotes all over the place with victim. Because I like to think when you're in that place, you're giving your power away. That's like... You're like, here, you're right. I'm just going to give that up to you. And now you're kind of down. I'm crouching down because that's what it feels like. It feels like you're down and someone kicked you to the floor, but you can get right back up. Right. You don't have to stay down on the floor like hurting. Like Christina said a while back in a couple podcasts ago, like if someone like stabs you, you can take that knife, not like actually but like if someone you feel like you got stabbed in the back you can pull that knife right out and drop it and say that's not mine I'm not keeping it yeah and I remember when you said that I'm like that's such a great image I never thought about like pulling that out Mm -hmm. and just letting it go yeah and instead of holding it on and just you're bleeding with all of this like I don't know like icky feelings that you don't want to feel and you're kind of stuck with that wound but yeah and you're gonna have days because on your down days sometimes it's hard to stay in that space of I'm not gonna let this bother me oh yeah we were just talking about this too yeah so it is it's it's sometimes a little bit like harder not harder it's to what am I saying To get into that, I'm not going to let this bother me place. And it just takes some talking to yourself. And that's okay. 
as long as you give yourself grace and know that like you're having a down day and it's okay to feel those feelings. Like we're not, we're not saying like you're going to feel amazing after you like hear someone say something horrible to you. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of not taking it on with you. Right. You know, because when I got that email, I felt really sad for about 36 hours because Mm -hmm. it's, like I said, I thought we were friends, and then it was like, I guess not. And that's upsetting. And, and it was upsetting, you know, because you think somebody's your friend, and then they do something like that, and it's like, what is the point? Mm-hmm. I don't understand the point of why that was done in the first place. So now I know. But in that moment, and like I said, it took me about 36 hours because I was very proud of myself that it took me 36 hours and it was all behind me. But that that's incredible because you were able to process mm-hmm. it instead of like distracting yourself. You know, sometimes when people have those situations come up, they'll take they'll distract themselves with like it could be anything, like alcohol, drugs, um social media or whatever yeah, or going to start a fight with somebody yeah. else that had nothing to do with it some it, people will go do that any as of an those outlet. things yeah as an outlet any of those things but instead it's yeah outlet was the better word but you were able to process it all and kind of lay out all the facts of the situation i think that's really important to do like when you're in those situations and again it's like some situations are different and that's okay but it's a, it brings it back to having awareness and and just saying okay well why did this hurt me and is what this person saying is is there any truth to it how do i feel about this and just asking yourself questions mm-hmm. i think that's important cuz you could have went in a completely different route and just like stayed offended forever right Exactly. And that doesn't do you any good because you're the only one feeling it. I could have just cut her off. Yeah. You know, stay out of my life, block her on all my social media sites or whatever. But no, Mm. no. You know, everybody's got their stuff. We're all working through it together. That's true. In our own different ways, we're showing each other what it is that we need to work on. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's something to to think about. Like, we all are going through things. Mm Mm-hmm. And back to what we were saying before, like everyone's in their own experiences. They have their own perspectives Mm -hmm. in life. We have no idea how she was feeling in her head or what she was going on or her past experiences. Maybe, you know, some things, but like, again, it doesn't make what she said. Okay. Right. It's just a matter of seeing it of, okay, she's in her own world and she's seeing it from that perspective. And I have my perspective And I mean, no matter what you say to someone, they're going to have their own version of the story. Right. Mm -hmm. So and you can't you could go back and forth, but you're just fighting with your own versions of. Right. Because, you know, and this is the thing. Right. Because in that particular case. We had had we had been talking for about a year and a half, every couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, she would she brought up a few things that we had talked about. In the past, and, well, you said this about this. And I was like, where did she get that? I would never even think that. So I obviously didn't say it. Yeah. That's not where my mind would go. 
But that just showed me where her mind would go. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I don't resonate with that type of thinking. Mm-hmm. So, and that's okay. I mean, this is how we learn people in our lives that we can be really true friends with, that we resonate with, that or vibrate with, whatever, mm-hmm. again, air quotes, um, to... To understand if they can play an active role in our lives or if they're just somebody on the periphery. Yeah, and that's that all boils down to like learning experiences, finding out like who vibes with you and who doesn't vibe with you and why and asking Mm -hmm. all the questions and being very, very aware of that. Because when you're aware, you won't be like you're not going to have that quick like oh my God, I can't believe you said that. I'm going to be offended for the rest of my life reaction. I mean, maybe enough. Maybe you might have that like very quickly, but then you'll question it after. Right. <laughs> or exactly. something. That I might do be that. your first thought. Yeah, like that's something I do. Um, I can't think of an example at the moment, but I know I probably had something that someone said to me and I was like, oh my God, why did they say that? And then I'm like, nope, that's their perspective, they're going through something. I have no idea what their life is or what it's Mm -hmm. like to live in their life. So it's nothing for me to take personal because they're in their own reality, as am I. So to wrap it up, let's just say there are a few things that are important to think about when you feel like you're taking something personally. Mm -hmm. And number one would be, where do you feel it in your body? Yes. Ask yourself, where are you feeling it? That is such a good thing to to get in the practice of doing. Check in with your body. Where is that feeling coming from? Right. Because in that particular case, I felt it in my heart because I felt sad. Mm-hmm. I felt like very strange because when it hit me in the heart because I love her and it was like oh man that hurts yeah and if you can start to feel it because a lot of times people will they'll say oh I got such a pain in my back what happened yeah my stomach is killing me my lower intestines hurt you know my shoulders hurting Mm -hmm. so if you start to become aware of where you're feeling these things in your body, it can help you even understand what you need to do to take better care of your body. Yeah, that's a good point. Because there are things going on all day long and our body is taking it in and holding on to things. So if you can start to to notice, take get get aware of where it's settling in in your body, Mm -hmm. then you can take better care of your body because you know what sections to to focus on. And that's something I feel like not many people talk about mm-hmm. at all because I know when I can't think of an exact situation, but let's say someone said something to me and it made me really, really angry. I would feel it right here mm-hmm. pointing to like my gut area, my stomach. And, and maybe some people have done mean things or evil things and whatever to me. And if I thought about it, I would probably feel it here if I kind of held on to it. Like prior to not looking at any of my stuff, I would have stomach problems like all the time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like literally all the time. And that's 
where it would be held. And I'm having a realization about somebody else in my life. And I think that's probably why that person has stomach problems now that we're talking yeah. about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. That's I've so, thought that a number of times. I li- it just, I'd have to get in there and find out what that's all about. Wow. Yep. It's all adding up. So that, <laughs> this is a great conversation. Think yeah. about that. Like yeah. if, Whatever you're feeling, where are you feeling it in your body? Yep. And then number two, why do I feel that this is a personal attack? Yes. Ask yourself why. Like what what triggered that response for you to be like, oh, my God. Are you hungry? Mm -hmm. Are you tired? Are you overworked? Are you just somebody that that's your first habit and it's a really good habit to break? So it's a good question to ask yourself. Yes. So why do I feel like this is a personal attack? Mm -hmm. Or like, or maybe like there is like a little bit of truth of it that you didn't want to admit Mm -hmm. and, and you knew deep down and that's why you're like, oh my God. And it's something to just bring up for yourself to address to yourself and, mm-hmm. and take on. Not saying everything that people say about you is correct, but maybe like there is but that's some what truthful seeds. There's there's always a little bit of valid here and there. Not always, mm-hmm. but in a lot of cases, the things that people are saying there might be something that's a little bit valid there that you can look at look at and work on. Definitely. If it's important to you. Maybe it's not. Yeah. And then that's something to talk to yourself about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, another thing that you can do is once you've looked at it, you've figured out why you feel like it's in a personal attack, you understand where it's hitting you in your body, then you come to the letting go piece. And this might take some time. Mm. I mean, these things, it might take you a month. But when you get to the point where you can say to yourself, I don't need this, you let it go. Yeah, and I think it it does get to that point where, like, you're like, oh, I'm kind of sick of holding on to all of this. I want to just, like, let it go and and move forward with my life. And that's such a freeing thing that you can do mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. Just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Just let it go. Let, let it go. It go. <laughs> so we'll wrap it up here. So if you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to share it, give it a like, share it with your friends. It helps us move up through the algorithms and makes our podcast move to the closer to the top. Definitely. We would appreciate that very much and you can also find us on our website www.manifestingmiraclestogether.com we have facebook and instagram we have a facebook group coming up too it'll be out shortly so it'll be out by the time this podcast yeah it will so Yeah. yeah go give that a follow or come join us and help us build a community of people helping people out. <laughs> yes, because we're trying to build a better world together. Yes, so let's start, start manifesting. manifesting. <laughs>